Hi, this is Abby Glassenberg, and you're listening to the Walshy Naps podcast. I'm going to do a couple of special episodes. These are actually rebroadcasts of some Google Hangout interviews I conducted over the last couple of years. Um, before I really had a podcast, I still wanted to interview people, and so I used Google Hangout to be able to talk to some CEOs and some movers and shakers in the creative entrepreneurship field, and um, posted those videos on my blog. And so now I have gone ahead and stripped away the video portion and just left the audio portion, and I'm going to post those um, as special podcasts um, so that more people can hear them via iTunes and that sort of thing. So we're going to start with this first one today with John Crawford, and I hope you enjoy it. Um, And you'll notice the sound quality is a little bit different just because it is uh, recorded via a Google Hangout, but I still think it's a great interview. And there'll be a couple more to come. So thank you so much. And I hope you like these special episodes of the Walshy Naps podcast. Um, my name is Abby Glassenberg, and today I'm going to be speaking with John Crawford, who is the founder and CEO of Store Envy, an e-commerce website for handmade businesses. Hi, John. Hey there. Thanks so much for talking with me. You got it. Um, okay, so to get started, Store Envy has been described as the Tumblr for e-commerce. So what is Store Envy, and why is it described that way? Well, it's described that way for a whole bunch of reasons, but um, I think the main reason is that it sort of works in the same way Tumblr does. So if, if you set up a Tumblr blog, you get a, uh, you know, your own blog, you can make it look however you want. You can pick up a bunch of themes. You can use your own URL and it looks like it's your own blog, your own website, but then anything that you post to your Tumblr blog is also on tumblr.com where people can follow you and like get see your posts and all one destination and over time people really have stopped going to the individual blogs and they now just go to tumblr.com because that's where they can kind of connect with all of the publishers that they follow and we do the same thing for stores so uh, we give you your own store it's customizable you can edit everything or use you know just like easy customization tools but then anything that you add to your store is also put into our big marketplace where you can browse across almost 30,000 stores all in one place. So um, the uh, another reason that it's compared to Tumblr is because we focus, just like Tumblr, we focus on um, usability and um, sort of getting up and running quickly versus necessarily making everything as powerful as possible. So, um, you know, you really have to choose between, you know, power and, and ease of use and usability. And we decided to go on the usability end um, because so much e-commerce software kind of looks like an airplane cockpit when you get in there for the first time. And it, uh, you know, it's just very confusing to people that aren't e-commerce experts. We don't think people should have to be e-commerce experts. They just should be able to, you know, create, produce 
amazing things and we want to empower them to do that without having to watch a webinar or look like hire a designer or anything like that. So, uh, and you know, Tumblr very much has a lot of the same DNA around publishing. You don't necessarily want to customize it and do all the plugin architecture and widgets and stuff that WordPress gives you the ability to do. You just want to post a funny picture of your cat or, uh, you know, a conversation you had with somebody or a quick thought and it sort of lowers the barrier to entry of blogging. And, uh, and when we do the same thing for stores. And I think the third reason is that we have a lot of, uh, of just younger users and, and Tumblr has a lot of like young users, but we certainly have people of all ages, but, uh, I think Tumblr in a lot of ways is sort of the next generation of blogging. And I think people think we're sort of like the next generation of stores. So the people that have said that at least, uh, so that's kind of why people make that comparison. Interesting. Um, and speaking of the next generation, so I have had a shop on Etsy since June 2006, believe it or not. Um, and I'm still there um, because the traffic really can't be beat. But I do struggle with the inability to customize the look and feel um, of my store to reflect my brand. And I also feel like people can really easily click away and never come back. Um, it's just so easy to get lost on Etsy, both as a buyer and as a seller. So I'm wondering how you feel Store Envy differs from Etsy in particular. Well, believe it or not, we actually don't spend a lot of time comparing or competing with Etsy because Etsy is great and they've done a good job. And they've done a great job capturing the handmade market. Sort of the key differences between us and Etsy for anybody who's kind of trying to make a decision if they're, first of all, we don't necessarily think people should be only on one platform. It's the internet. People have, you know, a Twitter and a Facebook and a Tumblr. And, you know, it's just, it's basically another channel for social media to get more exposure. So, hey, be on everything. But, um, you know, if you are trying to just narrow down to one thing or just kind of understand where Store Envy fits in, uh, we're not just handmade. In fact, we don't necessarily try to just be handmade. Um, the handmade community has gravitated towards us because there are so many people producing handmade stuff. Um, but there's nothing about Store Envy that says you have to just make it yourself. Um, we have we certainly have a lot of people that aren't making things themselves. Um, that's not the that's not core to our value set. We just want to make it easy for anyone to sell online, uh, regardless if they made it or not. So we've got bands selling CDs. Or, uh, you know, people manufacturing iPhone cases and importing them. Um, we certainly have people, you know, doing photography, artwork, stuff that they've created. But, you know, say a T-shirt designer gets big and he wants to mass produce his T-shirts. Um, it's my understanding he wouldn't be able to sell that on Etsy. And we have a lot of T-shirt companies. So there's, you know, there's quite a few businesses out there that you wouldn't be able to sell on uh, on Etsy. And the other big differentiator is that they don't give you a storefront. And that's really where our business started. Like we started with, you know, make it the easiest way to get your own independent individual storefront that looks like your own website. And the marketplace is sort of the next evolution of that. So it's not necessarily like, hey, let's make a marketplace to compete with somebody like Etsy. It's like, wow, a marketplace makes a store platform stronger. So if we set out to be a great store platform, the marketplace component is sort of like the cherry on top for that because we believe that the ultimate feature of a store platform is more sales. And we're the only store platform that actually gets customers more sales. 
Okay, so um, so following up on that, let's talk a little bit about the social aspect of yep. Store Envy. So how does the social aspect work? Um, and now it's, it's sort of like a, another layer on top of having individual storefronts that are completely separate companies, but, um, but it does increase traffic and bring new buyers in. So tell us how that works. Sure. So, you know, Store Envy is the only store platform and marketplace combined. And so that's what we consider to be kind of the, like the, the real sort of next generation of e-commerce. Uh, people really want their own store. But as soon as they set up their own store, then they have to figure out how do I get more customers? How do I get people to actually come to my store? That's incredibly difficult, and it's very expensive when you get into things like buying advertising and having to do email newsletters and all that stuff. So uh, we realized that that was just not something we even really wanted people to have to worry about. So we created the marketplace, and the marketplace is um, kind of how we think about. Um, the, how we think about shopping. Now, it all starts with the fact that we have fifteen or 20,000 or more products listed every week, okay? Well, that's too many for us as a small team to go through and, like, find the best stuff and put it on the homepage. So what we decided to do is make it um, a, a crowd-curated, a community-curated experience. So um, the way everything works is... If you um, if if you were shopping on the site, we ask you to log in. When you log in, it follows all of your Facebook friends and a bunch of people that we think have similar tastes to you. And then every interface that you see then is customized to your taste and what the community thinks is cool right now. So if you go to if you're logged in and you go to the homepage, it's a feed of what people are envying, and envies are our version of a like or something like that. And so the thing that's getting the most envies right now, like today, this second is what's going to be at the top of every page. So if you go to women's, whatever is at the top is what is hot right now. Envies purchases all combined into like what's hot right now across hundreds and hundreds of thousands of products. And, uh, and so you, your homepage is your feed and your feed is what your friends think is cool. So the people you're connected with on the marketplace are uh, anything that they're envying or buying. You can also follow a store and get updates when they release new things, and that's in your feed. Um, so very much trying to create a customized shopping experience for you as the shopper. Um, we, we launched the new marketplace less than two months ago, and there's already been a, a million envies. So... Um, this is really starting to work here and, uh, and sales have gone through the roof for, for our merchants. Um, you know, people doing tens of thousands of dollars through the marketplace at times. And remember, these are all sales that they wouldn't have gotten because it wasn't going, it wasn't traffic going to their store. So, um, you know, if you're looking for a, a store platform, a place to set up your own store, this is going to offer you something extremely unique because it's going to actually drive customers to you. Right. So, um, so my average Etsy bill right now is $70 a month, okay. which is over $800 a year. That's my most significant business expense in a year. So store envy is free. Yep. How are you free and how are you making money? So like a lot of internet companies, we are venture backed. So what that means is that I 
cooked up this crazy idea about starting this new e-commerce concept and got a bunch of people to start using it and got the thing built and whatnot. And then I went and talked talk to investors and got them excited about what we were doing. So, um, you know, we had some just top tier investors put money into the company, people that have funded companies like, you know, Twitter and Facebook and Groupon and, you know, other huge companies uh, participated in our, our seed round. And so that gave us the opportunity to not have to focus on, on, uh, on revenue from day one, gave us opportunity to build the product under, you know, talk to customers, figure out what works, what doesn't work and sort of delay the, the money piece. That being said, we absolutely have a business model and that's going to start sort of becoming a bigger deal soon. So we have two parts of our business that, that uh, there's money paying the store and fee. Uh, one, if you want to upgrade your store, you can do that. So we have two upgrades right now. If you are a store owner that you can spend money on, if you want to give out coupon codes, if you want to use your own domain name, those both have a recurring monthly fee. Uh, it's like $5 a month. So it's not very much. And then over time, we'll roll out a whole bunch more paid upgrades, themes, um, you know, email tools, all kinds of stuff. And each one of these will have a, a, a monthly fee affixed to them. But if you want to use it for free, absolutely do that. We, we, there's no punishment for not paying. You have a totally unlimited store. Um, the only thing you have to upgrade for is give out coupon codes and use your own domain name. So everything else is 100% free. And then the other piece of the puzzle is that within the next few months, and we announced this when we relaunched our marketplace in December, that um, we're going to release a sort of revenue share that happens on sales just that happen in the marketplace. So if you're driving traffic to your own store, you keep all the money from those sales. And so much of this traffic goes to the stores. Most of the traffic goes to the stores right now. So if, if that's how you're generating your sales, that's awesome. You keep all the money. But if you make a sale through the marketplace, then we're going to take a certain percentage of that. And we're still sorting that out. And, uh, and those are all sales that you wouldn't have gotten that we drove for you. So, um, the reason that we're introducing that is because we really want to give ourselves as a business an incentive to drive you more sales. So if we make money, when you make money, we're more likely to figure out how to make you money. So, you know, emails that go out to people full of awesome stuff, tuning up our system to where people see the stuff that actually sell, sells and, and, you know, you'll make more sales because we're putting it in front of the right people that actually like your stuff. So if we as a company have a reason to, you know, a financial incentive to make you more sales, we're going to do a better job at making you more sales. Interesting. It's really interesting to hear how your, your plans for the future and for turning this into um, a sustainable platform that will you know, can make money and continue to be able to hire great people and add great features. Um, you know, yeah. I think that that's really key. Yeah. You know, two things. One, we've, I've kept the team really small, but we're actually getting ready to scale quite a bit and get two or three times bigger than we are. And um, so that's going to be really fun. We're going to be able to build much faster and we get support requests or feature requests every day on stuff that we wish that we had the resources to build. And we, we're, we're going to have the resources to build those very soon. And, you know, the, uh, basically we're, we're at a point now with the transaction volume and, and, the uh, um, you know, number of users that if we did turn on that 
that revenue idea that we would actually be sustainable and, and even be profitable. Um, but we're actually just sort of uh, delaying it because it's actually not the most important part of the business right now because right now we want to make sure people are happy with the new marketplace product and sort out all the problems, issues with that in a way so that we can easily make it better. And, uh, you know, we, we believe that if we can get, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, even millions of people uh, using Soren as their e-commerce platform that, you know, we're not going to have any problem turning that into revenue for ourselves. Uh -huh. Interesting. Okay. So a couple real quick sort of rapid fire questions regarding um, kind of some of the features that I think a handmade business person would be interested in knowing if they're available. Um, so is there a convo system similar to on Etsy? It has like an internal conversation system between buyers and sellers. Does that exist so you can talk to people who might be interested in a product but have a question via Store Envy? There is a way to just fill out a contact form and you'll get an email. Um, we found that to be 99.9% .9 as effective. Um, it, you know, having to like log in and use someone's messaging system is a little bit clunky unless it's really good and email is just as good. Um, that being said, we're, I'm sure going to improve that over time and probably have like a chat thing. We've had a couple of user, or we've had a couple of merchants. One thing you can do is, uh, it, since you can customize your store and view store, you can actually throw in like a live chat widget uh, or product onto your store if you want. Uh, there's probably a monthly fee attached to that, $10 a month or something. You're not paying us, but um, you know, there's companies like Olark and a few other live chat tools that you could put on your storefront. And you know, you don't, it's not even a store envy product. It's, it's your store and you've, you've customized it to include that. Right, so store envy stores, storefronts are customizable enough that you can actually add widgets that are made by third-party providers and stick them into your into your site. There is almost no limit to how customizable store envy storefronts are. You can edit 100% of the HTML and 100% of the CSS. You can open it up, and it is a box with with code in it. If you go into advanced mode, now we highly suggest that you don't do that unless you're sort of ready to do that. Right. But um, yes, but you, but you can every inch of the page. And that's amazing. And I've seen some, um, some of the shops that I'll link to in the show notes that are just really beautiful and completely unique. Um, don't look like anything else. So, um, all right. So another one, can sellers mark items as shipped so that a customer can check on the item status? Absolutely. We've had that since we launched. Okay. Um, can sellers put items on sale? You talked about discount code. So that's a premium service that you have to pay for or not yet? How yeah, it's $3 a month, but it, you, it actually is pretty powerful. So you can, you can set a, I mean, you can mark something as on sale, but all that does is just, so if you're not paying, you can mark something on sale, but all that does is just like put a flag on the product that says this is on sale. Okay. Uh, it doesn't have any kind of back-end logic to it. But if you are, if you, you pay three bucks a month, you can give out super discounts, we call them. And that lets you uh, say, you know, when you're creating a discount code, we ask, is, does this require, when we're creating what we call a promotion, we say, does this require a code? You can actually do promotions that don't require a code. So uh -huh. like spend $50 and get free shipping or spend $50 and get 10% off, something like that. Or you can make it require a code and do all the same logic, like with this code, spend $50 and get free shipping and limit it to five uses or whatever. So it's pretty powerful. It's $3 a month. Um, so 
Yeah, I mean, I think we, you can achieve a lot of the same functionality. Absolutely. And so with the domain name, if you are using the service for free, you're going to have Abby Glassenberg at storeenvy.com. Yeah. Okay. That's storeenvy.com. And if I pay the, the additional fee, then I can have it be abbyglassenberg.com. Right. Or store dot, you know, whatever you want. Whatever I want. You can use a sub subdomain, a domain, whatever you want to okay. do. Okay. Great. Um, okay. So, um, is Store Envy easy to use um, for shoppers as well as for sellers on a tablet, on your phone? Yeah, so we have, uh, so our marketplace is, is totally mobile friendly. We have a, a mobile website for our, uh, for our homepage and for the checkout flow through your store. So uh, the checkout flow is totally customized. You know, the cart will be um, formatted to mobile devices. Um, we, we haven't gone back and updated our storefront theme to be mobile yet, but instead of updating the one theme that is sort of so-so, we've actually got quite a bit of awesome stuff coming out with themes. Okay. So, so the, the focus of the company has been on uh, the like getting shoppers to do awesome stuff for the past several months. And now we're switching slowly back over to giving more tools to merchants. Interesting. Okay. Um, what about a feedback system? You know, like on eBay, on Etsy, people can give feedback. Is there feedback, right. no feedback? Why? So our, our feedback system right now is just how many orders, how many successful orders have you had? Yeah. And um, as a small team, we've spent a lot of time thinking about a feedback system, but with, with having, you know, a small, much smaller group than a company like eBay or Etsy or, uh, feedback systems can actually get become very time consuming to manage because yeah. people will give you know negative feedback when you didn't actually do anything wrong, or you know they're just trying to be manipulative. And there's you know malicious feedback givers. And instead of us having to manage that, we just weren't ready yet, and we we didn't think it would add enough value to the community um, to spend to dedicate all of our resources to it. And so the first thing we're just trying to uh, see if there's much impact around is, is if we just show that you've had orders before, does that give buyers confidence? And so we're, you know, we just rolled that out and we're monitoring that right now. I would say within six months, we'll have a feedback system. So you think you are headed there? I think we're headed there. I don't think we'll do it sort of the exact same way as other people have done it just because I think it's, it gets kind of ugly and people, you know, get, feel like they've been reviewed unfairly and, and whatnot. We want to avoid that. Um, I would much rather say, you know, how many people have just had a good experience? And if enough people say that they've had a bad experience, then we probably shouldn't let them be on the platform versus okay. a bad rating. So there's a record then that um, buyers can see of how many items or which items this particular shop has sold up to Just date. how many orders they've had right okay. now. So okay. that, you know, you don't feel like you're the first person to take a risk and... And whatnot. Now, that being said, we also spend a lot of time talking to people that buy on Store Envy and find and hearing about their experiences. And if anyone's misbehaving, we just take their store down. Like we don't, we don't uh, just let them have a bad rating. Like we we just don't want people to have bad experiences. So if you're misbehaving, if you're not marking orders as shipped so that people can see it, like we we'll, we usually take action on that. Okay. There's some people that don't mark orders as shipped and they just, you know, but they are shipping them, but even that isn't like good customer experience. So, 
Right. Um, okay. So what about my last sort of rapid fire question was about um, statistics. So are there statistics for merchants to see, you know, who's looking, how many people are looking when, all of those things, favoriting or um, envying items? Yeah, absolutely. So we, we give people some pretty nice analytics on their store admin panel dashboard. So where, when you log in to like manage your store, you get all kinds of like traffic numbers, most popular products, what countries, what search terms people are using. We also fully uh, integrate with Google Analytics and you can use all the power of Google Analytics on your store, which is honestly much better than we could build because that's not what we do. That's right. solely. Um, and then also we, you know, so there's also some new analytics that are becoming important to people. If you go to, so when you create a store and store, you actually get two stores. You get a custom storefront that's like your domain name or whatever you want to do. And then you also get a store in the marketplace. And I guess a good example of this would be like getting an Etsy store. And so your marketplace store, it's, it looks like store envy. It's our site, but it's got your picture and the name of your store and all your products listed on it. And on that, that's where all the social stuff happens. So that's where somebody can watch your store, get updates when you add new things. Um, and you, you can go and see all the users that are watching your store. And so, um, you know, that's how you can maybe find if you're a shopper and you like this store, you might be able to go and see like what other stores other users are watching and the other things that they've envied and find similar things. And so, you know, a lot of store owners are now trying to like get their watch count up because it makes you look like there's like some activity on your store. So people are tweeting out, watch my store, go watch my store. And they tweet the link to their uh, store and store profile. And so that's becoming a, a stat people care about as well. It's like, it's like having a lot of Twitter followers. Right. 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 Okay. What about digital fulfillment? So I sell, um, PDF documents, there are sewing patterns. Um, and right now I could pay an outside service to help me automatically email those via my Etsy shop or I email, have to email them myself. Um, and, uh, so I'm wondering, is that, is digital fulfillment something you can hook into or is that on the horizon, not on the horizon? It's absolutely on the horizon. We don't have it yet, but the, uh, the, what we're really waiting for is, is so unlike a lot of sort of easy store platforms, we have a very, very robust programming API. So if you are a, uh, you know, if you know someone who's code savvy or if you're code savvy, you can build a small website or, a, you know, a small program on the internet somewhere to do cool stuff to your store. So people have done things like make an Etsy importer that'll just suck in all your stuff into your, uh, into your into a new store and store for you. Um, people have created things that give you you know special stats. We just uh, launched an integration with a, with a with a company named ShipStation that lets you print shipping labels and do shipping information. And so that all syncs back and forth. You know when you mark something as shipped on ShipStation, it it marks shipped on our site, and that all happens through the API. So you could if you knew a code guy. You could easily make a tool for yourself that when an order is placed, it hits that web application and that just sends an email with the download link to somebody. We've been waiting for a developer, a third party developer to just like hack something together on the weekend and we could share it out to the network and people would be really happy and you know, it would all happen for free. So yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> That's my biggest, my biggest time suck on the day to day basis. Hey, yeah. 
I right like now, some people are doing it by right now. Some people are doing it by email, or they they just you know they get it. They make they see that they have a sale, and then they send an email with the download link to the customer. And it's amazing how you know much people are. How many hoops our users are are willing to jump through until we're able to you know launch the feature set that we really want to. But people are making it work. Absolutely, we will make it work. But the, yeah. these things make life a lot easier. Yeah, I would love for a developer to do that. I mean, you can go to developers.storeenvy.com, and you can read all read all about our API and all the things that you can do with it. We have really great documentation, and so um, you know, you could make an app. You could make an application easily that everyone could use to do cool things to their store and store. That is really really exciting. Very cool. So, is there anything else that you wanted to tell us about? Any features or any future plans or um, stuff going on right now that you think people? You know, the biggest thing we're doing right now is is hiring. Um, So we're just doing a big. uh, I'm doing a big push to bring on a a lot of top tier people. The biggest uh, two things that might be interesting for for your audience are um, we're hiring a new uh, customer support person. Um, We'd love it if they were in San Francisco, but we would entertain people who aren't. And they just have to love. Uh, they, have, they have to love creative businesses. It'd be great if they've been a creative business. They have great writing skills. Um, you can go to storeenvy.com/jobs and read about those. And then um, we're also just looking for uh, people that are, are good stylists and have experience in e-commerce. Probably have been in leadership in e-commerce um, to like really drive sort of the shopping piece of what we're doing. So you know, check out storeenvy.com/jobs. Um, as soon as we get some of these roles filled, we're going to start uh, working on a ton of product releases this year, including, you know, we, we'd love to get the native mobile apps and things like that this year as well, that's like an super- I, I, iPhone app and things like that. Yeah, that's really exciting. And I know you've had a thousand percent increase in sales since the relaunch in December, which is yeah. astounding. Yeah. So it's congratulations. Fun. Coming together. Yeah, congratulations on that. Thank um, you. John, this has been fantastic and I think really informative and exciting. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. You got it. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye.